welcome to the Book Hub Book Club podcast. This is a monthly podcast where three ladies meet up to discuss the book of the past month. I'm Sarah. I'm Keely. And I'm Gillian. And this month, the book was... The London Science Society by Sarah Penner. not ascertained this we're using a different platform to record this normally we used to just record it in discord and record locally but i'm trying something new this week called riverside um so that's probably you may see a a riverside logo somewhere on our screens if you um are watching this um we may remove that once we give them money if we like this but anyway um is there a time limit no I do not oh, believe so. That was pretty yeah. solid. Cool. Which is pretty cool. I forgot yeah. to add a compressor it's an interesting to my platform, so. recording. Whoops. Scuff told me off. He's like, whoopsie doodle. Um, do you need to add a compressor, please? <laughs> Your voice is just like peaking. I'm like, oh. oh really? Well, yeah, like in between. It's very it's weird hardly. because. I'm constantly getting different yeah. feedback over who's louder in this episode. Like, because I'm being told that Sarah's quiet, but. All other times, Sarah is loud. So it's very confusing. That's what I guess, right? I hate mixed messages. I'm not getting told jack shit. I mean, it's because Keely knows people who listen to this podcast. And by the only person really giving me feedback. Oh, Oh, no. I'm like, what are you talking about? (laughs) The only person really giving me feedback is my dad. But that's because, I don't know, he's one of those dads that's like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm really going to. Put effort into this thing that you enjoy, and he really likes it. He really likes our banter, which is nice. That's good. I'm trying to find how to hide my video. Oh, I don't want to see my face, man. All right. Well, while you do that, I'll do the intro. Okay. Um, Which is hello, hello, welcome to. Episode 8. This is episode 8. Yes, it is. Episode 8 of the Book Hub Book Club, where, as you would have heard in the intro this month, which I will get Keely to record and I won't forget this time, we are discussing the London Seance Society by Sarah Penner. Sarah That's Penner. from memory. Yes! <laughs> Look at that. Well, well done. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking yeah. London Science Society. <laughs> London Science like, no. It's like the opposite. <laughs> Not correct. Um, so, yes, I am one of your hosts today, Marley McSofty, a.k.a. Sarah. I got a great name this week. Uh, this week. I say, like, we have we do this weekly. And as always, I'm joined by my marvellous co-hosts, Casper Sinatra, a.k.a. Jillian, and Beetlejuice Ghoulmeister, a.k.a. Keely. I'm pretty that sure you're not the, supposed to those, say Beetlejuice, are, but sure. You, can, you, can say, you just can't say it three times. Oh, um, I haven't actually yeah. seen any yeah. anyway. um, Those were our ghost names, so um, I nice. just thought that was spinning. Oh. Um, it's also almost spooky season, so that um, sort of works. I feel like we did this the, the wrong start way. Of spooky society. True, true, because it should have been our October, yeah. really. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fine. It all worked out well because it'll now be out just in time for spooky season. Well, yeah, so. a little hint towards the end for the end of the podcast to entice you. Um, next month's book is truly terrifying. So 
<laughs> it's very fitting not in for the Halloween. Same way. Yeah, yes. you'll, you'll, you'll yeah. find out. Keep you'll listening find out. to find out. Yeah, or skip to the end. I mean, I'm not your mum. I can't tell you what to do. That's true. <laughs> but, like, uh, but how are, how are you both this fine, lovely uh, spring day? Gillian, we have not caught up on the potty since your fantabulous holiday. So yeah, you have to tell know. the people how your trip was. Did you have an amazing experience in your homeland? <laughs> yes. yes, it was very beautiful. I got lots of sunshine and lots of seawater. <laughs> you were going to say like semen. I was like, oh, oh, oh. not that book, Julian. We're not that one yet. Uh, no, it was really good. Got to see some family. It was awesome. You got a nice tan as well. Yeah, it's slowly Real going nice. away. <laughs> You'll have to go hang out on the balcony then. That's yeah, right. Tomorrow's going to be hot, so I'm just going to be like, hey. <laughs> hey. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's good. Heck yeah. But glad to be back and get back into motion. Mm, and I'm sure mm. Lily missed you, your cat. Yes, yes, <laughs> very much. Now she won't leave me alone everywhere I go. She's following me. Oh. She's like, don't leave again. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. Billy's mum also came back last night from Greece and their cat started hissing at them. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. How dare you. She's <laughs> at me too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she is very hissy, though, from the stories you have told. Yeah, she's so hissy mm. at anything. Yeah. But she yeah. doesn't do anything. She just hisses. Yeah. All mm. hiss, all, all, also all bark, no bite. What's the equivalent for cat? All hiss, no scratch? I don't know. <laughs> It doesn't sound as good though, does it? Or yeah. his nose catching. Or his nose. I just scratch. think bark and bite work because of the alliteration. Yeah, but there's. Mm, there's not mm. really one for a cat. Mm. Anyway, um, yes. Gilly, how are you doing? Hello, I am good. I am tired. I have been playing too much Baldur's <laughs> Gate this weekend. This week. I bought it like yes! Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, uh, finally and I've joined the cult. 16 hours into it already. <laughs> Um, the first two yeah. like, like days of playing, um, I was terrible. I just, I it hadn't clicked <laughs> to me like the strategy of it and having to control multiple people. Like yes. I, I come from D and D, it's very, it, it's the same but different because you have to control everybody. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't thinking. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, just do your own thing. Let me think about what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, very different, but very fun. Having a lot of fun. I've met almost everybody. Mm. There's just one person I haven't met. Excellent. Um, obviously, I already got my faves. Yeah, who are your faves? It's important. Obviously, that sexy I know this. vampire man. Um, looking forward Astarian. to yes, love obviously Astarian. Looking forward to that one. Um, when I finish my play- first playthrough, I might actually watch his voice actor play. Um, because he he does his own series oh, where yes. he plays through Baldur's Gate as like mm-hmm. playing by Astarian. Um and also I think Carla, he's actually Carla's trying to romance Astarian right now. I think that's oh, his goal at the moment. I, okay, because I he's saw trying to romance where he was himself. As, yeah, look, more power to you, yeah. bro. Love it. Yeah, I look. I try and romance myself if I was in a game. Why wouldn't I? Probably you? wouldn't, but <laughs> sure. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's really cool. I I think like Baldur's Gate Three has been such a great 
time for me because I love everyone. Like it's done, mm. they've done such a Everyone's great job so of making everyone so good. And each of the characters have such a, uh, like deep stories, even the kind of side characters that you don't really think about too much. Like there's uh, other characters who kind of join, but don't fully join the group. Mm. And like, they're all amazing. Um, I think the only one that to me that has missed the mark and got a little bit neglected was Will. I think Will got a little bit neglected. Which oh makes yeah. Me sad. Poor Will. Poor Will. Poor Will. I've yeah, heard I think a lot Will's of people story be anti-Gale. just falls a little short. I, I'm not watching yes. the story, yeah. but yeah, people are anti-Gale. People are anti-Gale. <laughs> I think it's because the issue with Gale is there was a bug when the game first came out. So there's a, Gale has this little thing where um, when you first meet him, he's like, hey, can you please give me magical items? Because if mm. I don't eat them, I will explode. And you're like, yeah. oh, that's inconvenient. I'd like you to not explode, so I'll do that. But like when you're first starting out, getting magical, like cool items like that, you want to hold on to them, but instead this mm. bro who's just rocked up is like, can I fucking eat them? Like, I'm going to eat that shoe. Yeah. Can you give, like, literally, he eats the shoe. Like, so so when you first start out, you're like, bro, why are you taking all my shit? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so for the way it works, though, is that you would give him these things to help him, and there was a bug where his approval would just skyrocket the second you gave him those things. Like, it would go up by so much that literally he just immediately would fall in love with you. Like no matter what you do, oh. well, you could ignore him the whole time, but you give him two shoes and he's like, you are my fucking goddess. I love you. <laughs> uh, and then he gets all pissy if you're trying to romance someone else. And you're like, bro, I haven't even talked to you. I just gave you a hat and some shoes to eat and now you're in love with me. So a lot of people <laughs> didn't like him for that because they were like, yeah. you were not the direction I was going in and now you're all pissed off at me for flirting with the vampire. And it's like, yeah, so I think that's why a lot of people didn't like Gale initially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's been okay. fixed now. So you'll probably okay. not come across that mm-hmm. anymore. But yes, okay, so, so I decided to <laughs> romance him. Because, yeah, I was wondering if I could romance all of them and just, like, you know, hit hit all of them at once. But... I, I will say some of them. Some of them are okay with it, but not all of them. Okay. So some of them will make you choose. They'll be like, you need to choose between me and them. Some mm-hmm. of them will be like, yeah, you know what? You have your fun with them and you can come back to me afterwards. So some well, are I definitely okay know aren't. who one so of them is. That's very clear. Yes. Ooh, yes. I'm sorry. Just want to point out quickly, you might need to cut this. Um, I'm getting mad delays. Yeah, we are with you a little bit. Yeah, we're getting, yeah. Yeah, like I'm saying something and I'm waiting and then <laughs> you're responding and, like, I can actually hear the echo in something. I don't know who it is. I don't know whether it's me but I can't echo cancellation because we've ah, already started. That's weird. Okay. Yeah. Odd. But, yeah, I can I can hear the delay as I talk and then I'm like. Mm. Okay. Maybe I'll wait. have to make sure to, to, to fix that, like to go we'll in have and a look. adjust it. Um, but, like, if you need to pause and wait, that's fine. That's okay. Yeah. This is a, this is a road test, everyone. It listening. is a road test. So please be patient with us. I just don't want to interrupt anybody because I already do that. Oh no, that's fine. You're all good. Call a jack. We've we've anyway. we've embraced your flaws. It's okay. <laughs> wow. Oh, kind of silly. Oh no. Um. Alrighty. So we we obviously I could talk about Baldur's Gate three all day. So I'm going yes. to put a peg in this conversation right yes. now, just in case. But you know, join us again next month then. Maybe Keely will be further along and maybe we'll have converted Jillian by then and then we could have our own group of majestical bards who save the day through song. I'm just watching Billy. That's all. Billy's like playing it religiously and he's probably upset now that he can't play because I'm in the 
in this study. Uh, yeah. But half the um, time, I don't know if you guys do it too, but he's just like swearing <laughs> at, at it half the time. Do you guys get frustrated too? Not really. I mean, I am notoriously safe scumming. And I've yes, just, I've just very accepted. Safe yeah. I've accepted way, it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the way I'm looking at it is I have a lenient DM and that DM is me. Yes. That's a great way to look at it. So maybe because, like, you don't have that DM who doesn't no. want to kill the characters to upset yes. you. Like they will kill you. They do not care. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, that, that's just the game. It's, it's just the game. how it works. But in real life, you DM would probably see you tearing up a little bit and be like, okay, be maybe like, I'll okay. attack someone else. So yeah. in that case, I'm going to be lenient with myself in, that's oh my good, God, I chose yeah. the evil action. Let me quickly Let me just go back, go back. To the start yeah. of the combat. <laughs> so what I suspect it is, Jillian, is because there's an element of luck in the game with the dice roll yes. system. Yeah. I so, think that's what yeah. he said about, oh my God, sorry, there's a fly just flew in my <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, there is nothing more frustrating than like there'll be times where like I'll have my character to do a dice roll. I'll have like so many like um advantages, like things at the bottom that give me like boosts and stuff, being like, you know, you have plus six to dexterity, plus mm. seven to charisma. You and I'll be like, yes, yeah, sick, all I have to do is get a ten, I'll be fine. And then I somehow roll like a four. <laughs> So, no, one critical have, so, yes oh my god it's so bad so i suspect it's that element that he gets frustrated yeah, with because so, yeah. it is rough the dice can be merciless at times <laughs> for the last thing uh, we'll join us again next though. month for oh. borders gate chat there. oh okay yep last um, thing yep. last okay. thing you just made it <laughs> um let us know if you would like us to stream Baldur's gate because i think that'd be really funny <laughs> <laughs> True, true. We could do a co-op version. I would love to play like a, a a version with other people because that could be yep, really fun. Same. Um, same. And it'll yeah, just be us so, three and the sexy yeah. vampire. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. And we're all romancing him. Yes. Mm-hmm. I we're all how trying. It works actually. Like, if you're co-op, do you have to like? Just a lot of people Curious. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm curious how that actually works. Is it just about, like, how well you romance them or is it literally like, sorry, I'm already screwing someone else in your party? Therefore, yeah, I can't yeah, I'm curious, actually. And then we all have to, like, question. race to romance mm. if we want. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think the only way I could not romance a Starian is if someone else was. So it's probably for the yeah. best, really. Because um, I would love to see what the other ones are um, mm. in full. Because some, like I said, some of them you can get really far anyway, but some of them you get locked out of. So I've been locked out of a few mm. people, so I'd love to be able to actually go and, like, see what their whole journey is. Interesting, interesting. Anyway, right. Bosgate 3 chat next month. We'll see you then. Anyway, we read a book that we should Ooh. talk about on this book podcast that we're 15 minutes into. Um, so uh, the book was, um, it was Keeley's pick um, back in bloody, what was it, August <laughs> or Something July? Like I can't even remember now. So I think let's dive into the book. Keely, would you like to give us a bit of synopsis of the book, whether you want to read the uh, blurb or whether you'd like to just from memory tell us what it was about just rejig everyone's memory what was the book we are talking about cool so it's been like two months since i finished this book so i'm just gonna wing it <laughs> i'm just gonna wing the blurb let's do it yeah um this book let's do it. the the london Sand society is about a um a girl who goes looking for 
um, she, she partners up with a like world-renowned medium because her sister died and she's like, what the fuck? And her sister was like working under this medium and she's like, all right, look, if she's legit, I want to find out who killed my sister, like how my sister died, we will know what's going on. And while she's like studying with her, they get called away to London, back to London, um, to investigate the mysterious death of the head of the London Science Society. Um, and, yeah, it's about, like, them investigating what happened and there's, like, lots of little, like, oh, no, like, secrets and, like, who's legit, who's not, and you don't know was- completely if she's legit because you're seeing it through her eyes, um, our main character's eyes, she's a very, she's a skeptic. So it's a skeptic versus the medium. And it's like, okay, is she legit or is she a liar? Um, and chaos in mm. in act three, act three, it really ramps up. And that's, that's the book. What is, what is, what does it say it does. to make it interesting? <laughs> I don't know. They, they suspect that they are not merely out to solve a crime, but perhaps entangled in one themselves. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. I didn't do it very good. Much justice. But yes, that's that's the book. <laughs> I mean, I think you did pretty well considering it yeah. was like two months ago. <laughs> yes. When yeah. we were reading it, so not too bad, I think. Not too shabby. Um Well, we also all well did not all of us, but like so Keely and I read it, I'm pretty sure, like read it like physically, and I believe Gillian listened to the audio book of yep. it. So we do have slightly different experiences there. So I guess mm-hmm. to start it all off, what is, I guess, everyone's overall thoughts, feelings and opinions, I guess, in a broad sense of the book. And we also, of course, keep this as spoiler-free as possible. We will do the spoiler zone a bit later. <laughs> you guys go. Because <laughs> I want to know what the how the book was for you guys. Like true, reading true. it. Okay. Audible. Would you yeah, like me to right. go first, Keely? As... Yeah, you go first. Okay. I just read the blog, uh, I, so you go look, first. I didn't mind the book. Okay. Um, I didn't mind the book. I, I I felt like I got through it pretty fast, actually, which I was pretty impressed with um, because right now I'm really struggling to read. So um, this book I managed to get through pretty well. Um, I, I quite liked it. This is my first of this, of anything by Sarah Penner. I know Keely is a fan of their previous book. So I think I like her writing, though. Her writing feels very... It's the kind of writing style that I like a lot, which is very, like, we're kind of in the moment, and I feel like I'm very much there with them, which is really cool. Um, one of my favourite YA authors, Lee Bardugo, writes in the same way, and I really like that. And it's kind of how I like to write, so I appreciated that. It was, like, a style of writing I like as well in terms of how it's written. Um, our protagonist, uh, whose name was Lena, I didn't care that much for. <laughs> I just found a hard time. Um, it's weird because like, I feel like I'm quite similar to her in terms of being a bit of a skeptic in terms of things like that. But I just kind of found it quite, she did feel very blank slate. And I guess maybe it's so you could put yourself in her position. But um, yeah, I didn't really enjoy Lena too much in that I just kind of felt like she was there. The mystery was cool and the way it all kind of came together I think was fun. Um, I don't know, there was just a few elements of it that I was kind of like, oh, why is this like this? Or why did this have to be like this? Like, um, I don't know, like the fact that they were in 
France when it started kind of felt inconsequential. Like she kind of could have just been like, she kind of just been hidden. Like she, she was, she'd gone there to escape, but like mm. she could have just gone to the countryside or something. Like, I don't really know why yeah. she had to go the way to France. <laughs> it just the kind of felt like, oh, we're in France. Oh, I love areas. France. Well, it was just kind of like, I don't know. It just felt like, imagine, like, I just feel like if I'm setting something in France at any point, like that's going to be the big thing. But we went to London. London's a bit shit. <laughs> so um but yeah what else did i think um oh the main one of the main c- things that i kind of felt a bit about was oh yeah because i was saying about lena i much prefer evie over lena mm. evie was the sister i mm. i almost wish that we were hanging out with evie instead she just yeah. seems like a much more interesting engaging character for me i guess it makes sense like for her to be the one that died because at least then the engaging character is you know, if you were going after the boring character, it just be less exciting. But I just found <laughs> Evie far more exciting and interesting than Lena. And I also didn't really understand the choice of the perspectives. Um, yes. And why Mr. Morley, this other character, because like, I love dual POVs. Like, I always bang on about how much I love dual POVs. I always write dual POV. Like, it's my favorite. Oh, not necessarily dual, but just multiple POV. I love multiple POVs. I think it's great. And I just didn't really understand why we got lena and mr morley and why lena was third person and mr morley was first person when we're following lena's story like lena is our character so why was lena third person i just i I found that choice really interesting and i'd love to actually hear why sarah penna did choose to do that i'm wondering if there was a reason Mm -hmm. more than just she felt like it i just just to me i kind of felt like if i was going to do it back that way lena would be first person and mm. Mr. Morley would be third person. So I just found that choice really, really interesting. Um, Absolutely. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. I was just like waiting to be like, is she still going? Because, but the timing's so whack. Um, <laughs> yeah. As I think we, we, Sarah and I caught up for coffee while Jillian was away um, very briefly and just touched on it quite quickly. Um, and yeah, I have read books where, you know, it's sort of like multiple POVs, but it's all sort of written in first person, but it's not separated by chapters. And I think that can work yes. really well because when we're in Lena's perspective, we're getting a little bit of, um, what was her name? What was the medium term? Vaudelaine, yeah. that's the one. Yeah, yeah we Vaudelaine, get a little bit yeah. of clean and like what she, uh, we get a little bit more into her and mostly Lena, but with Molly, it's just Molly. And I do wonder if it's because she wanted to tell two people's story and they're just one person's story. Maybe maybe they were separated into three different perspectives and maybe her editor was like, no. Um, Because she had some alternate perspectives before. In her last book, I think she had Mm. two. It may have been three. No, it was three. She had three perspectives, two people in the same scenario, one person in a separate scenario. Um, and she loves right. London, which is why we're back in London. Uh, she's from America. Yeah, but makes she sense. loves to write in London. The past two books, these past two books have been set in the UK. Um, lots of sort of like Victorian era-esque settings, which I quite enjoy. Um, and she's got another one on the way, which I can't remember what. I think it's like pirates or something, which I'm keen for. You know how I feel about pirates. Ooh, um, that does sound cool. But I could be wrong. But yeah, look, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, it was, yeah, mm. I don't know. I, it just, it was different, but it was fun. It was just really, it was quite light. It wasn't too much, 
to really think about. It wasn't yes. the writing didn't quite fit with the time period often. That um, is very true. That was mm. something that did bother me a little bit. It did kind of pull me out at times. Uh, the way she, the characters mm-hmm. were speaking to one another was very modern and maybe not like 2020s, yeah. but very like 90s sort of esque. Mm mixed mm. with some old language but really not set in. It didn't feel like it was set in 1873. It felt like it was just a different time, like it, almost like a, a parallel universe where things stayed yes, this way. Yes, I was about to but say. But now. Mm, mm. Like, which if that's yeah. how you're going to do things, fine. Just don't refer to the date. Yeah, yeah. Um, just, yeah, just yes. avoid yeah. any date, like yeah. actual date. You can say. Totally. If you if you're trying to go back to like memories or whatever, and you want to mark that it was a memory, you can say X months before, X ten months years earlier. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah, do exactly. this. Mm-hmm. Um, the Court of Miracles did that. It was very much like sometime later. It didn't really. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. every now and then it'd be like ten years later, or she'd sort of date it, but they didn't really touch on. The, oh, I guess they did touch on the date, didn't they? Yeah, because yeah. it was it was very based on the history but time, i don't yeah. feel like i had as much of an issue with it in court of miracles for some reason i don't feel like i no we really talked about it i don't know why like, it wasn't that much better i guess but like i don't know i, I didn't find i think it the language alarming. was a little bit better mm. which made it fit yeah we had yeah. other issues with the time frames in court of miracles we won't touch on that one again i just remember yes. that <laughs> um go back to that episode if you want to hear <laughs> yeah, look, um, Vaudeline was fantastic. I thought she was a great, very interesting character. I do agree that Lena was quite quite boring. Um, she was just sort of there. Um, yeah. yeah, she didn't have much of a personality. Her personality was her the, – the, her only drive to find her sister was the only thing that really – that and something else which yeah. we won't talk about until the spoiler section were the only things that she really mm. had. She liked rocks. She did like rocks. I yes. actually thought they were going to go <laughs> down the ace, um, the ace territory <laughs> in the beginning with the way they were talking. She was talking oh, about right. how, you know, they, they were try- very much trying to. Her family was trying to set her up with this guy, and she was just like not yes. interested. I thought they were going to be like, mm-hmm. oh, is this, yep. the, is this an ace story? You know, she yep. just completely asexual, but they didn't. Yeah, yeah. Minus Wyler, oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was fun. The crime the crime mystery stuff, that was all really fun. Kept me guessing. Um, mm. Mm. Yeah. It was good. What do you think, Jillian? Cool. All right, Jillian. Yes, I'm um, curious to hear your perspective considering you had this story told yeah. to you. And as we discovered with Seven Husbands of Edwin Hugo, that can definitely change your perspective. <laughs> mm, so we're in the Audible. There's three different voices for the three different characters. Mm. So Vaudeline actually has a French accent. Ooh. Uh, Lena Ooh. is in, in English, mm-hmm. um, very, very thick. Oh, like cockney? Yeah, it was very thick. Like, hello, everyone. Or was it posh? I can't explain it. I have to maybe, like, not posh. Like, here we are in the London Seance Society and we're going to hang out and save the day 
like that. No, it was thicker. it was thicker than that. Oh, yeah, interesting. I have to, I have to um, sh- um, get you guys to listen to it. Yeah, um, mm. it does feel like it was, it was older, like as in like in the eighteen seventy three, the way they spoke. Yeah, mm. um, and the same with Mister. What's the name? Mr. Morley. Morley. Um, so it was a man doing um, his voice. I liked hearing Mr. Morley's mm. Um, mm. side. I yep. liked it more than Lena. I liked mm. Bordeline. Bordeline, sometimes I was getting a bit confused because the accent was so thick. Right. Mm. I had to keep going back and be like, what the heck did she just say? Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Like in the beginning – it was very, very difficult just because the the accents just kept changing and I was like, I'm trying to understand what's going on and I couldn't understand what was going on. Um, but then maybe midway when um, they, Lena and Vaudeline actually go to, what's it called, go to London, mm. before, just before going to London, that's when I was like, okay, now I'm, yeah, I can understand. I can follow it. Better. it yeah. I can follow it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was different for me. I I loved Mr. Morley's um perspective. Mm-hmm. Um mm. I got annoyed at them saying the date every day. Yeah. Every every chapter. Yeah. Because it was the freaking same day. <laughs> so it's like kind of like not necessary. Ten chapters. Mm. Yeah. I'm just like and I thought there was a reason reasoning for them that they had the dates every chapter, but I don't think there really was. Mm. I think it was only to tell the difference between, I think it was purely for Morley and him with his memories and his current, like Morley, because there's Morley present and there's Morley past when, you know, when he was Mm. doing his things and when he's sort of telling Mm. any context toward that's needed. Um, I I did enjoy Morley's stuff. It just didn't fit. I think, like it mm. didn't mesh I, well with the two yeah, types. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I don't know if you guys felt it. It was like two different books. Yeah, mm. Mr. Mm-hmm. Morley and Lena and Vaudeline was two different books. And then when they came together, he was he, Lena's perspective on Mr. Morley was completely different to his actual perspective. Mm. If that mm. makes sense, like. I don't know, the way he acted around them was different to what he was thinking. Yeah. I, I don't mm. know how to explain it. Um, um, yeah, so, yeah, it was really difficult in the beginning for me, but I did get into it in the end. Um, I liked, like, the, the like, twists and turns that were happening. Um, it got a bit repetitive. It got a bit... Um, like, I just hate when a character just, you know, right in front of you what the answer is, but they just keep. <laughs> I don't keep know, making the same mistakes or just being dumb. Or like, yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, just being dumb. And that's what Lena was to me. She's just like, mm-hmm. she knows that it's him, but doesn't do anything about it and waits yep. and doesn't communicate with Vaudeline. Mm. About it, yeah. and I'm just like, why are you doing this? <laughs> they def- it definitely did have that classic miscommunication is the conflict here, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything would would just it, it bothers me when their main conflict is the fact that the characters aren't communicating because it just feels cheap. 
Mm. Like, this would mm. all be fixed if you guys just had a conversation. And I just feel like, yeah, like, it just sort of cheapens the story. Like, make something more concrete or something more complex be mm. the actual plot, not, mm. oh, these people. Yeah. Just have they have to, like they have both sides of the story. They're just not connecting them, and that's just kind of it. Just gets exhausting. Mm, mm. Yeah, yeah, I did feel that, and I think it would have been nice if if Lena and Vaudeline actually had a romantic relationship, um, of some sort. I don't want to spoil anything, but mm. they didn't really. It didn't go into it at all. Mm-mm. So I feel like if they were a bit closer, then it would have been like, like how you're saying, there would have been just a bit more. I don't know. I don't want to spoil stuff. Okay, yeah. let's let's jump into yeah. let's jump into spoiler section because, because I have a comment about I do, that. Yeah, I have some comments about yeah, that too. I'm confused. Oh, that was weird. That was really weird. No, because the first thing I wanted to say is I completely agree. All right, so this is spoiler section. Spoiler section. Skip to the end. Spoiler section. Five minutes if you want to miss this. Um, I completely agree about the conflict, about the communication and the weird lack of communication and this weird thing where mm-hmm. Lena just suddenly didn't trust Bordeline for no reason. Yeah. But my main issue is I completely agree. They should have had a conversation. And I feel like maybe if we'd focused on them communicating versus um, self-pleasuring yourself in the room next door or yeah. like or giving or getting someone off by pressing down on a scar on their leg. And then just and never she- bringing it up again. Like, that was the thing that confused me. There's an entire scene in this book where Lena discovers <laughs> that Baudeline gets off on being, being like, hurt. And, like, you know, each to your own. Go off, sis. You know, whatevs. I mean, she's a medium. What do you expect? Yeah, like, like- I, I, you know, power to her. <laughs> if it's consensual, who gives a shit? Mm. But, like, there's this scene where, yeah, where, like, Lena is, like, looking at the scar on her, le- on her like, thigh or something and she starts pressing mm. it. Like pressing down on her back, so I kind of remember how it starts. And then Vaudeline's like, "Oh yeah, let's let's do that." And then they just have this moment, and you're there, like, and we're I'm reading it like, "All right." <laughs> and then like, I feel a bit. Uh... But then like nothing <laughs> happens. Like at no yeah. like I'm sorry if I had that moment with someone, I'd probably afterwards be like, like like the next day or something, be like, "So do we want to like address that or what?" Yeah, I, I talking do... about it. Yeah, I do wonder if there was an issue with maybe we should have read the dates because a lot of this stuff happens at the same time and I think the book feels like it takes place over a longer period of time than yeah, it maybe. actually does. No, it's only um, like three days or something, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it kind of does make sense that it does and doesn't happen but also – but I also very much read that there was a romance there from the beginning. Yeah, so did I. Um, which is what was interesting that Gillian, you were like, they were, like they should have had a relationship because, like, they kind of did. It was just very timid and I guess – as well because it was set in that time where, you know, being gay was not cool. Um, so it was this sort of hidden thing. Yeah, I know, the, the way I went about it. Um, but just the awkwardness of being gay wasn't cool back then. Yeah, like, just, you know, it was just just very anti. <laughs> but... It was yeah, just very was... anything that went against the norm was was not was not it. Yeah, so know, it, yeah, it um, was. But I, I do yeah. think it was a, it was a bit of a lazy way to avoid the relationship. Um, but I do also get that there was this push pull of Lena being skeptic 
and wanting to believe this woman, mm. but also wanting to fall in love with this woman as she slowly was. But at the same time, <laughs> she's the antithesis of what she believes. So it's like, how can I love but not believe this woman? Like, I can't. Yeah, and I mean, like, and so the I last do time see that there was a lot of struggle. Yeah, and the last time she fell in love with a woman, that woman died. So I understand yes. why she's a bit on the fence about it. Um, yes, I yeah, totally get why Lena has a thing for Vaudeline. Like, totally get that. I mean, bro, I mm. would have had a thing for Vaudeline. Like, she's, like, <laughs> strong, independent woman, doesn't take no shit. Like, yeah, girl, uh, let me touch your scars. But, but, like, I don't get why Vaudeline likes Lena, personally. Mm. Because I just couldn't see her finding... True. I just couldn't see yeah. her being her type. Like, I just feel yeah. like, you know, there's nothing really... I don't know. I just, I, I, that's my only issue was I just didn't feel like she would reciprocate. That's, that's why I thought. What, what why age did the woman was Vaudeline meant to be? Yes. I think Vaudeline because is like in her late twenties, early thirties. And Lena's like, she was in her early yeah. 30s, yeah. 19, yeah. No, no, no. Lena is, Lena is 23. Oh, there yeah. you go. Lena's 23, like but 19. Vaudeline in the audible, mm. or, not audible, Vaudeline sounded like she was in her forties. Yeah, I think there is mm. a little age gap there, which isn't uncommon there is an age in gap. like like gay relationships, I think especially back then mm. uh, and even now. But like, it's just I don't know. I I can see why Lena would like her. I really can. I just don't mm. really get what Vaudeline would like in in Lena. Why Lena did just the seem so would young like to naive. fuck her dead husband's ghost? Why was she interested in yes. plain toast? Oh, I forgot about that. Why, why is she interested in the rock girl? Like I just. <laughs> I, I just, I, yeah, it's like Vaudeline, honey. Like, I'm sorry, you could do better. <laughs> like, I, just, I do wonder. Sorry, Lena, but she could. <laughs> I do wonder if it was something to do with her, like, potential medium power. Because, you know, as the book goes on, we do find oh, that yeah. she does have this heightened ability to see and communicate and, um, to, you know, I can't remember where it comes in, but at one point Vaudeline's like, oh, you're special. Um, mm, mm, and they mm. kind of figure it out. But, yeah, I do wonder if that was. Like, is she interested in the woman or is she interested in the yeah, potential? in the power. Or does she just want something fucking boring? Yeah, I guess that. Because she's had her fill. She she says she's had her fill of men, women, and Maybe. ghosts. You know, does she just want something stable? Yeah, true. I mean, after you've eaten a bunch of, like, you know, uh, you know, various flavors of ice cream you're like you know your oreos your cookies and cream your caramel delight your fudge sundaes your rainbow swirl sometimes you just want some vanilla at the end of the day mm. you know <laughs> and maybe yeah. that's what it was i don't know or maybe she just wants some I thought it was chips. They were bonding. <laughs> some original smith's chips <laughs> i thought they were bonding because they both lost a loved one i mean that's and probably more accurate a trauma bond um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And yeah, maybe yeah. because she was a skeptic, she kind of wanted to. She was like, it's a challenge. Yeah, yeah, I think there was a level yeah. of that too. Yeah. Sorry. The fly has returned with a vengeance. Little, little baby fly, I hate them. Lily's not Lily, doing her get, job. Get your, pay your rent. Yeah, you, Attack the I flies. know, she usually <laughs> does. If I say fly, she'll start going nuts. <laughs> Um, what else um, did I have written down? Um, oh, I was going to say something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just Uh-oh. lost it. Oh, fuck. It was really slow going up until the third act. Um, yes. Yeah, it was really slow. And then it exploded. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it's like, it all right, very, now, here's like, all I the felt things like... happening. 
Yes. Like, I felt like I, I got hooked at the beginning with the premise. So I was like, yes, I love the premise. And mm. then the second act was like, hey, um, we're just going to slow it right the fuck down and just really just peter along. And then, yeah, the third act, it, it really escalated. Yeah, Did you guys have a hard time visualising uh, the area? Yes. Mm-hmm. I did, yeah. Mm. yeah Sometimes, I did too. yeah. I would visualise a space. Like, they'd be like, oh, like, I don't know why. The, the scene that always stuck has stuck with me is the, like, the, um, what was it? Underground one? No, for some <laughs> reason it was like the, the I don't know what to call it, the the ladies of the night place they went to. Yeah, well, I just didn't yeah. want to, I didn't know if brothel is the appropriate terminology. Um, but yes, um, <laughs> because is it not? No, um, yeah, it is, it is, but yeah. like, I don't know, I kind of feel like I have a thing where I, I, when it's described, so we're going to this place, I'm like, okay, I have it already like an idea in my head of what that looks like, so I feel like I just fill in the blanks myself a lot of the times, yeah, in this story. Yeah. Like, I just kind of went, well, I've seen a room like this before in theory, it'll probably look like this. You know, mm. so like I just imagined places from The Witcher Three to be honest, but yeah. yeah, I did feel like my imagination did a lot of heavy lifting. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, same. Yeah, here. like mm. what, what did you say? It was thirty-eight pages in, or something before, or one hundred and thirty-something pages before we found out what color hair Vordaline has. That does sound like something that I would say. Because <laughs> yeah, I remember you messaging me about lot- it and being like, "The fuck." Yeah, yeah. There was a little bit of that, just like little things like that, that to me, I don't know, as someone who has never published a book, so I'm talking out of my ass. I don't know anything. I'm going to preface this, and I want to preface every episode from now on. I don't know what I'm doing, okay? (laughs) Don't listen to me. But for me, I feel like explaining what my characters look like is such a fundamental thing that I try and get in the first two chapters at most like I try just simple stuff like hair color, eye color, you know, skin color mm. potentially, fashion, like how they, wearing, how they yeah. yeah, how they dress because it also tells you a lot about them, right? Like if you meet a character mm. and they always wear bright frilly clothes, that tells you so much about them as a person, you know. And I think that it's really important to get that established as early as possible because we're going to go on an adventure with these guys. We kind of want to know what their deal is. So yeah, I found it really odd the choice to sort of wait so long to tell us little like like such core things like that. Because, yeah, it was a red yeah. hair that she had. No, I thought she was blonde. I don't, I don't remember. Blonde! That's sure right. I'd blonde. imagined her as a brunette the whole time. Yes, I basically then. imagined her as Yennefer. But I think I think I like actually imagined her as a blonde Yennefer. I don't know what it was that was tipping me yeah. off to blonde, but something was tipping me off to blonde. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't get the blonde at all, um, mm, which was interesting. Yeah. Um I think um, Evie was probably the most described yes. when she was dressing up as a boy. Yes. Which, mm. mind you, annoyed the heck out of me. How did no one know that she, it, she was a girl dressed up <laughs> Oh, my God, boy. it was so stupid. I She's think, like, she's I, a mm. little, you know. I do <laughs> wonder if it, is, if it was because they all knew they were fucking dodge, so they didn't really care. Because of course, the whole premise of obvious, like major spoilers, is the London Science Society was, um, what's Pretty the word? Much all you know, hoax. Yeah, like, it all was scams. Yeah, it was a scam. Yeah. yeah, they were a scam. That was the whole thing, mm, and that's mm. why they hired Vordaline initially to investigate, um, despite knowing that she would 
they they were hoping she'd find nothing. Um, or we'd pick a couple of people and be like, oh, they're the problem. And then she got too close and Morley was like, oh, bye. Because how did um time, yeah. That's right, yeah, because Evie killed old mate Glockenspiel. Glockenspiel, I can't remember what his name was. It was something with a V. Um, and then Morley killed, no, they both they killed, killed each, each other. other. They killed each other, yeah. Yeah. Mm, that's right. Because mm. he was going to kill Evie. Um. Mm. Which, bro, does he not scream incel to you? Despite the fact that, yes, she did literally betray him and use her body to, like, get his secrets. But yeah, also, yeah. he was, like, thirsty fucking incel more than anything. And the fact that it's like, dude, she's mm-hmm. literally there for your secrets. And he's like, you know what? I'll take it. And then, like, obviously she's just selling them, you dickhead. Are you for real? Well, Fuck I'm curious, Jillian, the voice of Mr. Morley, you said you quite liked the performance, would you say that the actor was portraying him as a bit of an incel or do you think he came across quite smooth? He came across smooth with his voice. Yeah. Because mm. he came across clunky uh, to me. Uh, and what do you mean by clunky? Like a, like... Um, like just the opposite of smooth. Like a bit of a... That he was dude. really like, yeah, really awkward and... It made me mm. feel like he was an easy no. target to Evie, which is why she picked him. You know, he was traditionally Look, unattractive. Yes. He was not, like, the best at talking to people. Like, all of that made me think, oh, fuck, this guy's just going to see some boobs and hand over whatever he wants. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> oh, my God, he's actually kind of smart, you know? Yeah. yeah That's what it, I it got was kind from of, reading. It was yeah, it was kind of weird because his voice was so smooth and then he was going through that and talking about that. But I'm like in my head picturing that he was a good-looking man, mm, mm, like tall, broad shoulders, like that's what I was picturing. Yeah, um, I did forget. And then it was weird. Was... It, yeah, it caught, caught me off guard when Evie was just like playing him. Mm. But he knew she was playing him. Yeah, like, yeah. He was just going oh, yeah. along with it. Yeah. Yeah, it was surprising that he yeah, yeah he, he knew sh- but she didn't. You. Mm. Yeah, I have to show you the voice. Yeah. You, you'll be like w- weirded out, like freaked out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm so curious and that's why I do find it really fascinating when one of us does the audio because it's always like I'm always curious to hear that perception and how it shifts because I yeah, I totally mm. imagine Morley as this like tall lanky incel. Like, no, so yeah. Yeah. Imagine him yeah. as a short, chunky incel. <laughs> that's yeah. so interesting. Yeah. yeah, wow, all of us, different different features. And that's what's great about yeah. talking to other people about different. books. Like, you all yeah. have different imaginations. You read context clues and subtext. Mm. You add your own subtext half the time anyway. So it is interesting, the differences. If we were good drawers, oh, maybe we should try and get chat GBT or something, one of those... AI. Oh no, I don't like <laughs> to generate. Maybe we should like just characters. <laughs> yeah, we should get someone to like draw. We'll all for one of the next books. We'll all describe how we thought they looked, and then get them to draw. Yeah, yeah, only if they don't yeah, have true. a good description. Get them to draw. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah, it is. It is always fascinating. Um, what else? Yeah, that's so weird. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, I. <laughs> this is. This was a good. Mr. Bennett, the driver, was my MVP. What a Chad. That's what I oh wrote. Oh, my God, right? <laughs> what a Chad. 
How did he get away from acting like he was deaf, deaf for so long? <laughs> Pretended to be deaf so that they would talk. Deaf and mute the entire was. time. Yes, that's impressive. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that is some skills that's right weird. there, Mister. Be- yeah, but Mister Bennett, what a Chad, honestly. Yeah. Best part of the book. But that's the other <laughs> thing I got annoyed at Lena when she was like questioning, like. Who's she talking about? Is she talking about Mr. Morley or something else? I'm just like, bitch, he's clearly warning you about Mr. Morley. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Now. Yeah. Oh, my God, so stupid. Mm -mm. And, like, there's no way that out of um, Lena and Evie that Lena's the one that survived. Like, Lena has no street smarts at all. (laughs) No. No, if Morley wasn't there, Lena would be six feet under. All right, let's be honest. Oh, my God. She's like the dumb woman waiting for a husband that doesn't, but I'm not interested in men, so she's kind of like, I guess I'll just be dumb (laughs) on my own then. That's all right. She's (laughs) just got her waifu Vaudeline now, so she'll look after her. (laughs) Make sure she crosses the room without getting hit by a cart. Um. the the final ghost fight scene thing that was pretty cool, that was pretty funky. Yes, I did. Also, um, I did fuck also the creepy the dudes that was fuck the creepy oh. dudes. Yeah, the ones who were like, yeah, we're gonna go fucking murder people and then fuck their wives for their money. Like, excuse me. Oh yes, yeah, yeah that was yeah, that was yeah, that like was that was the good. wildest that plot was, twist yeah. in this entire book. I was like, yeah. not not expecting that one. Mm, I thought there'd be a couple bad eggs. I didn't think they would. The whole fucking coop would be bad. <laughs> no. Yeah. Wild. I did note right, sorry, that. The, oh no, that's okay. This is my last point that I had written down. I wrote these as I was reading it. The last one I wrote at eleven fifty-eight p.m. on the fourteenth of August. Um, I said. The bits that were seance-related were fantastic. I just wish there were more. I think there was, like, two in the whole book. Mm-hmm. And for Seance yeah. Society to literally be in the title, like, seance is in the title, there's only two seances. Like, yeah, more seances. Well, the, first, <laughs> the first one that they went to together, what the heck happened there? I got really confused. Oh, yeah, it just sort of Nothing. didn't end. It, 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 it didn't, didn't start Nothing and it didn't yet. end. No, they didn't even start yeah. it because it was interrupted by the dude. Mm. That was giving them and the letter. And then we just kind of like yeah. neglected that. Oh, yeah. like, anyway, good luck f- with your dead yeah. kids. See ya. Sorry, <laughs> there was no resolution like... to that at all. Yeah. yeah. And I think that was the whole thing because Lena had like not truly seen her perform a seance yet, I think. Yeah. Mm. And so that was supposed to be the first one she sees and she was very frustrated that she didn't get to see that proof to know if she could actually help her sister, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But she was also getting trained. Mm. Yeah. Weird. Anyway. Very. Yeah. Yeah, I just wish there was a few more because I do feel the big one they do at the end where, you know, Evie comes back and the other dude as well. Um, so mm. good. Like that whole stuff, in my yep. opinion, was really great. So well done. The tension was fantastic. You know, there was the the the, the burning bit of fire that Mr. Morley had set up mm. waiting for the explosion. Wow. And, and then Evie, like, took and in, jumped into the bodies and, like, all that stuff was so good. Like, that whole, basically from the time they went down into the basement to the end, brilliant. Yeah, like, fantastic. elevated the whole mm. the whole story for me. Like, it was, ba- I, I pretty much decided a three-star at that point, but I elevated it to 3.5, which is my final rating. 
because of just that. Just that sequence at the end added a whole like half a star for me because I just felt like it was so well done. The tension was great. The I felt really involved. It had emotional payoff. Like it was all there. Um, you just had to get to it <laughs> in order for that all to happen. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I just kind of wish there was another few more seances in there. I don't know. Just I yeah. thought it was going to be a bit spoopier, a bit ghostier than it was ended up being. Yeah, yeah. It was very much a mystery more than like yeah the witchy seancey stuff, yeah. which I did actually quite like. That at the end of the book, I'm not sure if you guys have it. Um, before the acknowledgments, she goes through like a lot of she did a bunch of research yeah, in like Victorian, mm. yeah, and like. Like funeral biscuits, and then she also has like how to do it yourself, like like trick the trick candles that they use with the different scents. So like mm, it burns mm. to a point, and then it's like, oh look, here's the, the frangipani or whatever. Um, and then she even has further reading, which I really appreciate that you can like go mm, through and be mm, like, okay, I like that too. these are the things that she looked into to write this mm. book. And yeah, she did a lot of research, and I just I do wish there was more of the ghosty stuff. The amount of work it seems yeah. to be into looking into it and making it absolutely um, accurate-ish, mm-hmm. as accurate as yeah. you can mm. be with this kind of stuff. But yeah, yeah. and I, I do feel like Vanderline. What's her name? Vanderline. 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 Yeah, she was like not. Um, she felt a lot restricted. She wasn't really sharing. Mm. Yeah. A lot of like what was happening, mm, mm. like the spiritual things that might have been happening, which also like obviously Lena was like, oh, you're not, you know, I'm skeptic, but also made me a bit of a skeptic too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You didn't know whether she was legit like, until like the end. Yeah. Mm, mm. I would have liked there to be a, like a, a bit of her point of view. Mm. Just so you can understand what's going on in her head. Oh, that's the other thing I would have liked. Mm. I think it would have been fun to root for them having known Vaudelaine was legit. So you can sit there reading the book and be like, no, Lena, you dickhead. She's real. Yeah. She's real, you know. Believe yeah, her. Yeah. But in this point we're just like, I don't trust anybody because mm. we've not been given enough yeah. information to trust anybody. So Lena doesn't trust mm-hmm. anybody, but she also kind of does and it's a bit. Yeah, yeah. It, I think it would have been fun if we ah. had a moon. Also, other thing that I got annoyed at, I'm think maybe I'm thinking a bit too realistic. If your sister's passed away, wouldn't you be in London trying to figure out what happened? Well, that's the thing. She's trying to Yourself? figure out what happened with the seance chick, because the cops are like, oh. But also, the cops were like, oh, she just died, because the cops were also in cahoots with the society. So it was very mm, much, yeah. you don't find out until the end that she had to do this. This was the only way she would have found out any information about it because the cops were like, case closed, she's done. She got pushed over, whatever. Um, yeah. I don't know. I felt it like was interesting like that her mum was like, I'm going to the country, and her dad was like, I guess I'll just have to do everything then. Yeah. Like, yeah, like your dad's like morning really too, care. dude. Mm. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, that's all I guess what I had to say. Yeah. Um yeah. Where's my little my little uh, little 
Um, what did we think about our, I guess we've kind of already discussed, um, already discussed our antagonist who ends up being revealed to be Mr. Morley, which, I mean, it's interesting because like I felt, well actually sort of, but also not, it was also the head of the society whose name I can't remember. Mm. Um, but yeah, what did you guys think of like the plot twist of like, you know, that the whole thing, like, you know, Vaudeline being called back to help investigate and all that was really just a way to get her back so that they could offer effectively. Like, yeah, yeah I guess, killing. how did you guys feel about the reveal? How did we feel about Mr. Morley as an antagonist? Do we think he was a good antagonist? I kind of think he was a little Flockman. bit idiot sometimes. Flock, Flockman. Flockman? Flockman? Who, who bloody has a book that writes down who they're going <laughs> to... Yeah, it does feel. And, like, why wouldn't you have, like, some kind of cipher or code or, like, code names for different people? Like, it just feels like there's a lot of layers of security that they just went, nah, no one will break in. It's fine. Yeah. (laughs) We're too uh, respectful. Yeah, yeah, it was, like, it was very odd. I think he could have gotten away with it if he never called her back. I can't remember why he called her back. I can't remember what the starting point for that was. But... Yeah, I feel like he could have gotten away with it. Like, she never would have gone back. She would have been like, oh, this is strange. But, like, yeah. I don't think she ever would have. She was already threatened. She wasn't going to go back there. Like, mm-hmm. she was told if you come back, people will he kill was- you because they know you. you're trying to figure out who's the fraud. Like, she was scared. She wasn't going to go there. Um. Yeah, He because she was scared that they were, uh, Evie and her had some sort of communication, I reckon. Um, that's why I wanted to get rid of it, just just as a precaution, mm. just um, eliminate it. I did like the red herring of the – I can't remember what the police officer's name was, but the police officer who was hanging around all the time. Yeah, he was mm. a really good red herring because when you first met him, I was like, I'm suspicious of you. Suspicious? Yeah. I'm on to you. And then turned out, actually, no, he was not involved at all. He was just kind of an asshole who just happened to be there and was actually going to be killed too. So that was a good little red Mm. herring. And I haven't seen a good red herring in in a mystery really for a while. So I liked it. I thought that was a clever little throwing you off the scent kind of thing. Definitely. Good. Anything else that we wanted to discuss? I don't know. I had another question. I don't know. I was wondering if you do because normally you have like a couple of questions for the the end order. Um, yeah, look, I honestly, <laughs> yeah, I I think um it was fun. I feel like if we actually had recorded this, like if I I think this is probably one of our weaker podcast episodes because it's been so long since <laughs> any of us have actually consumed it. I feel like we're also mm-hmm. lots of things, but I had fun. You said 3.5. Yeah. I had four. Yeah. So maybe it's – no, I just I just had fun with it. I had a Stick lot of fun. Stick to your guns, Killy. Fun, fun, fun. Stick to your guns. I was going to say, how many uh, – what should I say for the for the thing this time? Um, how many spirits? How many – How many horny ghosts? Have I done horny ghosts before? I feel like we have horny ghosts before. I'm not sure. Maybe I... Uh, no, we wouldn't have. Have we done any other... Go- we haven't done any ghost-related ones. Maybe I'm just thinking of something else. I'm thinking of Kev the Horny Ghost. That's what I'm thinking of. Do you guys remember Kev the Horny Ghost? 
news there was this news report about this woman i can't remember who she, like where she was from but basically she claimed that uh, her husband kevin would come back and have sex with her yes um so she'd like be sleeping and then suddenly she'd like feel something like, touching her leg and she'd be like oh kev get out of here and like the, the hit so she'd have sex with her dead husband's ghost and his name was kev so he was kept just like Vaudeline. anyway just, yeah basically like Vaudeline. yeah why do i not do that um so yeah how many uh horny ghosts out of five would you give it as i said i've given it 3.5 horny ghosts uh i i did have fun and i i do think that um i liked the writing style a lot and i actually think i will check out Sarah Penner's other stuff, like the Lost Apothecary. I can never say that word. But I will check out her other stuff because I actually really like Apothecary. Um, I did really like her style of writing. So I think I will definitely check out more of her stuff. So, yeah, I had a good time. Yeah, I think the previous ones are really good. Um, Yeah, I've heard a lot of people say that the previous one was better than um, this one. Second book's hard Uh, from what I've heard. Mm. Second book syndrome is tough. Um, Um, I think I'll give it a... A three. And it could be because I did Audible. Yeah, different I wonder if it's different. Yeah, mm. I wonder if it would be different if I read it. But, yeah, I fell asleep a lot of the times. Well, <laughs> I mean, you were traveling too. Almost so. sound, yeah. It almost sounds like you had a better experience with the Audible because you did enjoy the way it was told. I, I enjoyed Mr. Morley, but mm. I didn't really enjoy the women Oh, okay. mm. They are such a big chunk of it. Like I do think there's more Leonard chapters yeah. than all the chapters, and they are longer oh, definitely. too. Definitely. So. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Mm. I would say four, uh, just because I, I look. I finished this in like three days. You did. Like, you smashed ridiculous. it out. I I really enjoyed it. I sucked in. I love a good mystery. Yeah. So the 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 thrill of figuring it out and finding the clues and like how you guys said. You, Sarah, said that the Act 2 was the weaker one or, like, the weakest one for you. You really fell out there. I was still quite enthralled because of my love for mystery. Yeah. Um, I was also reading it at the same time as one of my friends and um, she sent me a great – I'll have to ask if we can share the photo. Um, she sent me a photo. She was at work. She took the book to work and got bored. Um, so she made a summoning circle. With the book in the middle, with like some fake candles around it, it was very funny. Incredible. Um, and it was, it was. Uh, also, I got bored and tried to make a summoning circle to summon forth some gay witches. Um, which I love that. I love that. For, I love that. I <laughs> true. That's amazing. Um, but yeah, it yeah, I had fun. I had a good time. Mm. I like mm. the author. Mm. I like that's, the style. That's the main thing. I look forward to the third mm. one. Yes, thank you, Keely, for introducing me to um, to this author. I think I will enjoy her as well. And, you know, fellow Sarah, we're a good bunch, you know. We make some good shit. <laughs> Sarah's going to stick um, together. That's right, exactly. All right, well, that was The London Saiyan Society by Sarah Penner. Um, so a bit of housekeeping to end off, the de- end off the day. Because we ended up getting a bit late back on the recording sketchy edge, we are going to skip the September book that we had planned because there's no way we're going to have time to read it. Um, so whatever, the thing we have for that, we will shelf till next year for season two. Um, but uh, so instead, we're jumping straight into October's book, which is technically another Keeley book in a way. I think we're going to have we're going to end up moving away from story. where we each pick one um, because it's <laughs> yeah. not always going to work out that way. But this was a book that Keeley acquired. Um, would you like to introduce us to the horror story that is 
October's book. So there's a little story behind this book. Uh, the book depository was having a sale, a clearance sale, and I was like, let's freaking go. I'm going to check some clearance sale books. And I saw this one, and I'm like, this sounds like the worst book I've ever heard of. I need to buy it. It was $3, so I bought three of them <laughs> to force the girls to read it with me because I knew if I said, hey, let's buy this book, they would just be like, no, I, I'm not paying money for that. Um, so I would rather pay money to make them suffer. Uh, next month's book is called To Have and To Harley. <laughs> First comes love, then comes Harley's. Uh, yep. Billy so I, I'm, and he was like, what oh, the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. I, I showed Ash and he was like, what the fuck is this, Keely? Like, <laughs> um, so here, I'll, I'll, I'll read the blurb for you yeah, because I... it's just, oh my God. You may now kiss the biker. Bethany Jernigan owes her bestie big time. So when wedding planning over uh, overburdens the bride-to-be, Bethany steps in to handle the nitty-gritty. But the guy in charge isn't anything like she imagined. He's gruff, tattooed, and sinfully hot. His crew even rougher around the edges, and it's not long before she feels as if she stepped into some kind of crazy alternate reality. Are those bikers arguing about wedding favours? Troy Harding never wanted this to get so out of hand. One little lie somehow snowballed into a world of dresses, flowers, and food, and holy hell, he's in over his head. But it's not like he can confess he's not act, not the wedding planner he's pretending to be, especially now that he's falling for the maid of honour. His charade is becoming a true farce. Uh, he's, yeah, and his engines rev and ribbons fly. Trey's running out of time to figure out how to tell the truth without losing his new family, his crew, or the women, woman of his dreams. Boom, boom, <laughs> I think Sarah. Has I can't frozen. actually tell if Sarah's frozen <laughs> or. Oh no, this is that. Yeah. Yeah. This is gonna. Sorry, be but I'm also not sorry because this is gonna be the funniest episode we will ever do. I can feel it. I can feel it in my bones. <laughs> I can feel it in so, my bones. If if you want to join in to read, what is it again? <laughs> Harley's. Uh, yeah, to have and to, to Harley. Harley. If you would like to join in next There's month, there's going to be and sister read, as well. I'm pretty sure. To have and to Harley, feel free to. Um, yeah. I or just I, wait I, to I, listen I, to us suffer. I'm usually not ever like lost for words. Like I'm usually pretty good at knowing how to. <laughs> I I genuinely do not know what to say to that blurb. I I don't. I've got nothing. I'm just speechless. I am speechless. I am truly speechless. It's an Amazon self-published level book, man. I'm so keen. It's going to be so trash. <laughs> it's going to be like Quarter for the Vampire Queen. That's what I'm getting, like, vibes I'm getting from it. I think, I mean, it's going to be worse, right? Because at least Probably. at least Quarter the Vampire Queen had, uh, what was his name? Ryland, who we all liked. He was actually likable. Yeah. I'd read another book with him in it. Malachi was cool too. I liked nah, Malachi. I didn't really care for him. Maybe I'm just like disillusioned now <laughs> with how that book <laughs> went. <laughs> we didn't realise how good it was. <laughs> <laughs> Until we picked Until out this now. one. 
Uh, all right. Well, join us next month for uh, for that. Whatever that is. Um, for that. For that. Um, uh, between now and then, if you can't get enough of us, because obviously we are just great. Um, you can follow us on socials. We are on Instagram and TikTok. I haven't really been using it much, soz. Um, but you can. We'll try and be more active on there now that we're back to recording things. Are you okay, Keely? Are you? I can't tell if she's laughing, yawning, or she read something. So I was, I was like, break, like breaking the spine. You know how you like do it so it doesn't go shitty. Anyway. Flip open to page 198. Bethany bent over, her legs parted for him. He positioned himself behind her, then reaching down to tease her clit, he plunged home. <laughs> this is what we have to look forward to, girls. Woo! I'm afraid I cannot make next month. I'm working and or sick. Um, <laughs> so washing Jesus my hair. Christ. I'm washing my hair all month. Sorry. Um, and we are also on Ko-Fi if you want to give us money for this outrageous crap. Um, no one has so far. And look, I can't blame them. I really can't. <laughs> um, anyway, um, thank you for listening and watching. And Keely, did you want to? Uh, I know you were trying to start doing like a little funny thing at the end. Would you like to attempt to do that again? I, I, oh, I no. think that was plenty. Yeah, yeah true, true. Maybe thing. that was it. Yeah, you can't top that. Even though, what's his name? Troy. We'll try. Hey, what's his Trey. name? Troy. Trey. 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 Right. I always find the name Trey really weird. Anyway, um, sorry to all the trays out there for listening. Sorry about it. Um, okay, I guess we should go now. We should just go now. Yep. Bye. <laughs> See you next month. See I'm you. so excited. Look at my excited face. Thank you. Uh, so so excited. How do I stop this? Bye. I don't know. We need to stop like. <laughs>